Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For over 20 years, Dr. James Maxwell and his team at Crestwood Dental have been providing quality care to patients of all ages. They offer a variety of services from cleanings to cosmetic dentistry and restorations with today's most advanced technology, including the most up-to-date lasers, digital x-rays, and impressions. They offer Invisalign and custom aligners with their 3D printer. Crestwood Dental accepts most insurance plans and a membership program for uninsured patients. Schedule today at 314-463-5655 or Crestwood dental.com this is the last minute blues podcast with jeff burton donnie fandango and former blues defenseman jamie rivers it is the last minute blues podcast uh jamie rivers jeff burton donnie fandango a very important day for us all game one playoffs tonight blues and avalanche at nine o'clock Oh, crap, that's tonight? <laughs> playoffs. playoffs! Playoffs! Man, you look like you're in playoff shape already over there. Look at this guy. You know well, him? Well, that no. transition. Thank you. Absolutely Thank you. Night, unbelievable. See you guys. Awesome. Great transition, <laughs> except for I look like crap. <laughs> no, um, look, it's no secret to anybody who listens to the Fastlane or the podcast. Uh, I like to indulge in some of the finer things in life. Beer. Wine, whiskey. What really is your drink? What really is your go-to? Or is it really all of those? It's whatever is available. Gotcha. It's honestly whatever I feel like. If I'm in the yard and I'm doing a bunch of work outside, it's beer. You know, I'm just, I'll crush a couple beers after. If I'm sitting around eating dinner, wine for sure. If I'm just sitting around watching, you know, the Cardinals game, it gets a little bit later at night. I'll throw a little little whiskey on the rocks and just sip that baby, get a nice little buzz on. Nice. So it's all the above for me. All and of those have calories in them. They have calories, <laughs> and they also uh, they promote bad decision making. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is just, uh, hey, I'm hungry. I'm going to eat whatever's around, or I'm going to order a pizza, or I'm going to do this, or I'm going to do that. So I started feeling crappy last week, just kind of like run down. And I, my schedule's busy as it is, right. but I was a little extra run down. So I stepped on the scale. Well, it all became very clear to me as to what might be the problem. Gentlemen, what would you – just a guess. How much do you think I weigh? I think you sca- stepped on the scale and it said one at a time. Is that right? Um, okay. Pretty that, close to that? Pretty close, yeah. Man, I'm going to so, say 255. Okay. Jeff? I wish you would have given more of a reaction to 255. Let's see. I'll go 256. Oh, that's a BS <laughs> move. <laughs> <laughs> Blues tickets are on the line here, right? <laughs> yeah. There's a prize. So, 259. Wow, I win. And man, oh, man. What's, what's hard about it is because my frame, the way I'm built, I can support it. Like, my legs are – I've got big legs, big butt, you know, that whole hockey thing. 
So it just creeps up on you. Yeah. Like just if I'm in good shape, I'm two fifteen, two twenty. Like so imagine two fifty nine. My body's like that's really nothing. It's like throwing a weighted vest on a little bit, you know? But I started to feel like crap. So um I said, Nope, it's gotta change. So I'm not quitting drinking. <laughs> no, 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 no. Other concessions no. have you to work be made. out so you can drink. Correct. That's yeah. correct. Get that guy a door prize. Uh, but I'm planning on eating healthier, working out, good to club fitness today, first day there. And I forgot just kind of what that adrenaline rush is to get into an actual gym. I've been doing it like at home before, and it's like, uh, you know, but you get in there with these strangers, and it's, I don't know. It's just weird. It's like you want to make sure you, like, you get into it, and then you see other people working hard. It's like, okay, throw the headphones in, listen to some music, and before you know it, I'm like in 45 minutes of cardio deep. I'm like, wow. Now, do you have to have somebody like help you, or do you exactly know what you need to do? I kind of have a good idea. That's what I assume. Of yeah. what I need to do. Yeah, no, I don't need anybody to help me. Um, it'd be nice, you know, maybe once every so often, and maybe there's some new stuff because it's been a while. But as far as the basics of knowing how much cardio and then how I have to wait, train, and do all that stuff, I, I've been doing that for so long. But don't you get a lot of ice time anyway with the, the alum skates? Yeah, but it's the... not the same. Okay. It's not the same. Like when you get out there with the alumni, nobody is sitting there threatening me that they're going to bench me if I don't go hard. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? I do. I do. And then there's sometimes where when you play against some of these other teams, uh, some of the guys aren't. NHLers, so you can cut corners and, you know, just hang on to the puck. They're not going to get it from you. And it's just like you don't have to go all out. Sure. And when I'm coaching, well, I'm certainly not going all out. That would be kind of weird. <laughs> right. Kids would be horrified. They right. would be freaked out. <laughs> right. Look, right. Bobby Knight's coaching hockey now. Yeah. They'd be like, wow, this Synergy hockey sure is realistic. <laughs> By the way, Synergy hockey, uh, we do have uh, we do have <laughs> commercial time available. available. We for do. Center, uh, summer hockey. camp's coming up, too. So oh, if nice. any of our podcast listeners... Uh, go to SynergyHockeySkills.com. we got summer camps coming up all over the city. There are five-day camps, three hours on the ice. A lot of fun. Damn, that's cool. Yeah. Um, when you go to the gym, I used to go to the the, the Timbers in Eureka. Clearly, I don't anymore uh, because my workout is normally running and stuff like that. Which yeah. I, you know, I was going to say, you, I was like, you definitely work out, Jeff. You're always running I, and hiking and doing all and that I do, biking. I do the, the resistance bands at home you know, because I think after age 52, you're supposed to. I do those. But I'm it's not great sure. training. I love it. it. It's a good, easy pump that mm-hmm. you can just as your days go. Anyway, when you go to the gym, especially somebody like yourself, a are you still recognized? And two, do you p- people stop you while you're trying to work out and delay that whole process? Uh, one, yeah, I'm recognized, and it's weird now doing all the stuff that I do. It's like the moms and the dads and all that. The older people recognize me. Then the younger people do, too, from just our spots with the Riz show, doing all that stuff. And then they watch TV or whatever. They listen to the radio, whatever it is. And so I had a bunch of people today just come up and, like, say, hey, good to see you. You know, this, that, the other. And I don't wear anything that's, like, blues related. Right, yeah. I look like I just, I don't know, crawled out of the woods, basically. I put on (laughs) stuff so that it's very, you know, not obvious. But they're respectful. you know. And I always have the headphones in. No matter what. And so if somebody tries to come talk to me, which, by the way, people have been super respectful. 
And they're just like, hey, man, you know, whatever. Yeah, see, I dig it. I'm I'm 100% okay with you. You can come up and say hello to me if I'm sitting at a oh restaurant my God. eating dinner. Dude, I don't care. Who the hell complains about that? Right, yeah. <laughs> like, no, hey, no, man, no, I'm no, sorry no, to bother you. Cr- and I'm like, please, no, I, the day that people stop bothering me, that's what I'm worried about. And I'm about. not saying you are. I'm just saying when people are like, I don't want to bother you. I'm like, yeah, stop it. The fact that you give an ish, I'm a... I'm, well, Very that's the thankful thing, right? of that. Right? I always say that too. I'm like, you know what? The the worst day is going to be when people don't want to talk to me, don't want my signature, don't know who I am. Yeah. Now I've become completely irrelevant. I've I was at Eureka Walmart. This was probably a year or so ago. Uh, well, it was before masks, so however long ago. And uh, you can feel when somebody knows what you do for a living. You know what I mean? And it was a couple, it was a young couple that literally I found out later followed me around the store until they got a chance to say hello. And I and you know one of the the guy, it was a guy and a girl and a guy came up and said hello we're big fans blah 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 shook their hand and uh, talked with them for like two or three minutes and then later they emailed the show and said oh my gosh that was so great we followed you for the longest time being nervous to say something were like they trying to find their their child that, that very well could be yeah <laughs> sorry buddy sorry I was feeling good for, about myself <laughs> no, just you're for great, half man. a second you're you know that's so anyway so I'm back on the horse good here for you man start at two fifty nine I'm gonna do like weekly updates and stuff and the reason I'm doing that is because I want to keep myself in check. You know, because oh, that can be bad. No, that can be. I well, you're a you're a former professional athlete that can get to the grind when you need to. I've seen people go, I want to lose forty by the time I'm forty, and it's all over social media. Then they don't, and it don't look so. No, I'm bad. not. I don't have a number okay, set. Good. All I'm doing is it's just a tr- like I'm going to keep track so that I don't balloon back up. Is the whole thing to me? It's an accountability thing. Yeah. If people on social media know that I'm going to work out. And that I'm doing it every day. It's like, what if I can help somebody else? What if I can help somebody else who is not doing it or they feel like, oh, I'm too old. I'm too overweight. I've gotten, you know what? I was in the gym for 45 minutes today and I'm going to block off 45 minutes a day and that's just me time. And I haven't done that ever. Right. Ever. So, you know what? I'm going to do that. And hopefully, if it helps somebody, if not, it keeps me accountable to the process that I want to follow here. And hopefully it works out. Yeah, I, I don't want to. I, I don't want us to get too far off the subject because I know we've got Blues hockey to Ooh. to talk about, playoff hockey to talk about. But you know, man, I, you know, with having the two kiddos and Benjamin, my third, you know, doing his thing, and there's, it's always so busy that for a number of years, man, I never realized the true importance of having that you time, whether it be every day, whether it be a couple times a week, wherever it needs to be for you and your mental health and whatever it is, activity you choose to do, man, that is a game changer. Easy, easy uh, example is you get excited and looking forward to doing yard work. Yeah, 100%. That is 100% exercise. Yeah, but but it's just those, you don't really think about that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it is a very valuable, valuable thing. If nothing else, to maybe just give your brain a little bit of a rest from all of the other crap that's going on. Put on some music, do something, put on your favorite podcast, hint, Hint. Hello, hello. Yeah, spit, mm-hmm. you're talking about spitting and chewing. No, you're talking about Last Minute Blues podcast, right? Yeah, Last Minute Blues. I'll edit that out. Don't worry. When we talk about me time, Jeff, we're not talking about the 10 yeah. minutes daily. I'm not talking about the you workout. You're talking about a workout. Mm-hmm. I got you. Now, how do we transition now? Hey, that's, Blues that's hockey thing. tonight, 9 yeah, o'clock sure Central. So, uh, <laughs> okay, so uh, here's, a, here's probably a, a dumb question to get things started, and I'm Attaboy. sorry that I don't know the answer to this. So is is DP fifty seven out for the first round completely or what? That's a mystery right now, and uh, the NHL 
their policy this year was that uh, they'd put the players on the COVID list. And that's it. It's up to the individual or the team to say where they are in the process. And the team has just said, hey, this is where we're at right now. We're moving on. And so no indication on whether David Perron will be back throughout this series or not or really what's going on. Uh, I would assume at this point that he's tested positive because a contact tracing would not keep you out this long based on what they've done before in the NHL. Um, So, yeah, so he's out until we find out that he's not. God dang it. Yeah, that's a kick in the bells for sure. It really, really is. My goodness. Thank goodness Clem Costin's here. <laughs> we got almost 11 minutes in before <laughs> Gee, I said his amazing. name. No? Okay. Look look at Baruby over here shaking his head with his eyes closed. <laughs> right. All right. Well, so then let me throw two more at you. I love you, Jeff. My goodness. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to crack up the room, you know. Well, it was it was, it was was getting dark in here. Yeah, it really was getting was. in, so that helped. Here, let me open yeah. the shades. Anything, anything about Dunn and Tarasenko? I think Big Daddy Vladdy will be back in the lineup tonight. Right. Uh, as far as Vince Dunn, I don't see him coming back tonight. Although he has been skating, and stranger things have happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Wallman's still on the NHL COVID, COVID list. list too. So it's uh, and as far as the length with him, it's that's a mystery too. Still, right? Yeah, I think that, uh, like I said, with with the Perron thing, nobody really knows. But maybe Wallman could come off today. I'd have to do the math and figure out when he got put on, and then it's obviously how many negative tests you have uh, consecutively and all that stuff. Uh, it's above my pay grade, quite honestly. So as of right now, Wallman's on the COVID list with Nathan Walker and David Perron. Um, so I would assume that none of those guys will be in the lineup. Can you talk about uh, the the lineup tonight without uh, David Perron, who yeah. goes in? Uh, what's bad. the line? What? Not the lineup. Oh God, it's a bad situation. Okay, oh, you should have prefaced We it are going to play the game. I want right? a little shock value. <laughs> right. Well, you got it, man. See? I got you. <laughs> I got you, boo. I, for a second, I was I was going to look at Jeff like, dude, do we have the wrong guy for the podcast? Like, what, what is going All on? All of a sudden, he's Mr. Negative. Oh, right. At this point, you're asking that? Right. Really? Right. right. Really? <laughs> no, look, it's going to be an interesting situation because you've got Shake and Bake, which is O'Reilly and Perron that have been so good together for a couple of years now, and... You're also missing your point-of-game guy, your top scorer, David Perron, one of the guys who helps your power play tick because he's given you that option on the other side of Hoffman. So it's been a two-headed beast out there because Tory Krug's been able to go left or right with the puck, and it's creating scoring opportunities. So, yeah, that sucks. Um, now, that being said, you'll have other guys that have to step up. Vladimir Tarasenko, I would believe, comes back into the lineup tonight. So that's a nice boost for you if you have to slot him in there instead of David Perron on the power play it's not a bad option sure you know guy scored a lot of goals in his career it's not a bad option I think that you'll see I believe you're going to see the the Thomas Kyrou Hoffman line stay together Mm -hmm. I really do I said the other day on the fast lane I was like I could see how Chief maybe mixes that up on the road just because the Avalanche have last change and tough situation you'd hate to see them out there, and all of a sudden, the McKinnon line throws a leg over the boards, and here they come. Okay, now, let me stop you there. Why is that different with that particular line as opposed to anybody else? Because that's who they'd be matched up, or they would be on after 
Yeah, so McKinnon. when you're on so the road, he would, so they get, get caught up front. McKinnon gets on and gets his wheels going and goes the other way. Is what you're saying? Yeah, no, no, no. no? I'm it, talking about. Go ahead. Donnie. I, I was just going to say, is it because that line would not match up defensively well with the McKinnon line? Okay, so your part of the question, you guys are asking two different things. But that's okay. Let's blend them together. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah, we're yeah. here, okay? Yeah, yeah. Ever since he started working out, he's been kind of a jerk. <laughs> right. Have you noticed yeah. that? Let's create a synergy here. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, boy. By the way, Synergy Hockey camps are uh, available online. SynergyHockeySkills.com. Off right, the rails, um, off the rails. <laughs> uh, okay, so to your question, it's not whether or not they get stuck on the ice during the shift and then the change. It's at a face-off. And so the rules in the NHL are the visiting team has to put their five guys on the ice first. Then the referee's hand goes up to the visiting team bench, which means you're not allowed to make another change. At that point, the home team is allowed to make last change. So if you see Thomas, Cairo, and Hoffman, the hand goes up. All of a sudden, Jared Bednar goes, uh, Mac, your line, McKinnon. Gotcha. And now so the, the three amigos for the Avalanche, who are three of the best players in the league, Come over the boards, and now they're matched up against Robert Thomas, Jordan Cairo, Mike Hoffman. Second period, long change. Like, this is where I thought, ooh, maybe he's not going to keep them together. But I think he might. I really think he might. I think we're going to stick with that line. I think that he's strategically going to try and get them out there against the third and fourth line of the Avalanche, which would be great because all that skill and speed that they have. Uh, and I think that the Blues' fourth line probably going to look something like Clifford, Sanford and Blay. That's what I anticipate. I anticipate Sammy Blay being back in the lineup. And I, that's what I would imagine would start the series. Of course, you have Clint Costin that would be available, and you'd have Dakota Joshua that would be available. So I think that Craig Berube is going to take the approach of not that you win, you're in, but if you play well, you stay in. If you give us what we need from you, that doesn't mean that Zach Sanford has to go score two, three goals. It just means he has to be in on the forecheck. The puck spends less time in their end of the ice than the other end and that they play physical and do a good job and manage the puck well. If he does that, he'll probably continue to play. If not, I could see Chief just switching him out and saying, no, I've got other guys available here that I know can do the job, and that's that. And as far as the top lines, I'm not sure yet. I think you're going to see a version of like Schwartz, O'Reilly, and uh, Shen. And then you're going to Bozak, Barbashev, and Tarasenko. That's my guess. Clearly, we do not need to be in the penalty box for this entire series. But you Why have, do you say that, Jeff? Because uh, they're really good. You think they're good? Yeah, they're fast God, and they're all so that good. stuff. They're Man, so they're, good. And they're so fast, too, right? So in the past, you have said when it comes to agitation, mm-hmm. when it comes to playing physical, that you, you get their skilled guy and you legally drive him through the boards as much as you can to, to send the message. Absolutely. You cannot catch McKinnon. If you can, fine, drive him through the boards. Who would be second? Who would be the second choice? So then? the key to victory for the Blues in this series is going to be getting pucks behind the D for the Avalanche. They, they don't have a, a very deep defensive core. Eric Johnson not on the roster right now. He's on the injured list. That guy's just been... Just decimated, right, Correct. over the last couple of years? Correct. But if he was in the lineup, he's a moose that plays 20 to 25 minutes a game, and he's a big physical guy, but he's not. So all of my attention would go to when Kale McCarr and Samuel Girard and Devin Tays are on the ice. Put the puck behind him and run him through the boards every single time. Kale McCarr is one of the best skaters in the NHL, uh, so you're going to try and slow him down. Remember how the Blues slowed down Eric Carlson? 
Yeah. yeah. During the Stanley Cup run. That guy could barely move by the end of the series. It was gradual. One of the best skaters in the NHL, and he could barely move out there. So they're going to have to do the same thing to Kale McCarr. And Samuel Girard's a smaller guy. Okay, He reminds me of a Tory Krug type guy. Got to finish him. Got to be physical. So the Blues, in my opinion, people are like, let's get back to Blues hockey. Correct. Against certain individuals. You have to target the individuals in this one. It sounds terrible to say that. You have to target. But you do. Okay? It's playoff hockey. You're targeting McCarr, Tays, and Girard on the defensive side. And you're absolutely going to target Landis Cog, Rantanen, and Nathan McKinnon. Now, he's super hard to catch. He's super hard to hit. But when you do have an opportunity to get a hold of him, you make it a good one. And then you cut him off. You get in his way. Make him stop and start up again. Stop and start up again. Even if you don't hit him, that wears a guy down throughout the game. So that, to me, is your guys that you're targeting. And, of course, you want to get a ton of traffic in front of Philip Grubauer. To me, he's not just a goalie that he's had some injury problems. He's kind of been a question mark. He's not playoff proven. The only playoff time he had was when Washington was going to ride him into the playoffs. They lost the first two games. Said, we're done with that. Hey, right. Brian Holpe, over. Right. can you take your spot back in the net, and we're going to go win a Stanley Cup now. So Philip Grubauer, to me, is a guy that, uh, as our good friend Chris Duncan used to say, he could get the tight cheeks early yeah. if, tight um, cheeks. if you get a couple of goals on him. Absolutely. I want to ask about Sammy Blay, man. I love watching that guy play. He, I mean, he is – a great St. Louis player gets in, gets gritty, has the offensive skill. But one of the issues that I remember we talked about at the beginning of this season was Sammy's ability to stay healthy. And we have seen it again this year, a couple of different times where Sammy Blay is out for, a, I mean, not a short period of time. Does it change how the Blues look at him going forward when you have another season where he's got a couple of more injuries, but the guy, when he's when he's 100%, we love him. He's a great fit here for what we do. But what do you see about Sammy Blay going going forward? Well, a couple of things with Sammy. is One, I love the way he plays, just like you do. Yeah. Um, I think Sammy could do a better job of keeping himself prepared on a daily basis, meaning physically. I think that uh, he's a young kid, and sometimes it's maybe not as fun to go and get in the gym and do things that way. I'm not saying he's out of shape. Nobody in the NHL is out of shape. I think that there's things that he could be doing that could help prevent some of the injuries. Okay. And it doesn't mean like he's got to get all big and muscular. There's, you know, shoulder exercises with resistance bands. There's all sorts of stuff that you can do to try and strengthen up all the little wee muscles and stuff that go around the big structure, and that could help you. And that's just a suggestion I have. I don't know, right? I don't know. But I'm just going off of what I've seen for injuries, and I'm like, okay, so these are a couple things that could help him. Uh, he originally is not built for the way he's supposed to play. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, and take it from somebody here who was the same way. I was not built to play that way. And when you try to play that way, you get hurt, and it wears on you. So what do you have to do? Well, you have to build up your frame. You've got to get a bigger frame, but it can't just be like from A to, to Z right away. It's got to be like gradually get bigger, stronger, heavier, and so I think Sammy Blay, still a young guy, even though he's been around for quite a while, still a young guy. He's got time to gradually do that. If that's the style of player he's going to be, which it looks like it is, then he's going to have to build his body up in that direction. Um, but I don't think overall it hurts him. I think the team has a really good 
diary of how serious some of these injuries have been and how precautionary things have been at times. I don't think it affects him ultimately because, again, he does something unique for this team that the Blues don't have an abundance of, which is that physicality. The physicality with the ability to score. Absolutely. You put him on the O'Reilly and Perron line, he plays lights out with those guys. He's had some really good success, but at the same token, you're going to put him on the fourth line here for this series. He's going to run everybody through the boards. So he offers you the best of both worlds, which you have some guys that are offensively probably just as, if not more gifted, but they're not willing to do the physicality part of it. 91. So, so listen, okay, listen, I'm going to say, I I, I was going to say this anyway. I I am, I just wish that I did not have this sort of burr in my spurs about Vladimir Tarasenko, but I feel like if we knew which Vladdy we were going to get tonight, we would feel a lot better about potentially Perron missing. It's funny that you say that because when he's when Jamie said, and you know, it looks like we'll have Tarasenko back in the lineup tonight. I was like, great, but what has that really meant lately? I would like the old Tarasenko back, as I'm sure he would too. One thing we can't forget, guys, is that as much as Vladdy can kind of dip and dive and roller coaster a little bit, when it comes playoff time. He buckles in, man. Okay. He does. You look at the playoff scoring throughout his career, and if we go back and isolate the 2019 Stanley Cup championship, that guy was a moose. Yeah. He really was. He played through injury, um, and he, he made a big difference out there. He was hitting. He was hustling on pucks. He was blocking shots. He's a very, very, very competitive guy. And so although sometimes that gets lost in the regular season at times or – We'll call them speed bumps. His track record of being in the postseason tells me that he's going to be geared up for this series, and I think he feels like he has a lot to prove. I was reading The Athletic early this morning, uh, earlier today, because I'm smart like that, and uh, it wasn't Jeremy Rutherford. It was somebody else. Peter who's, Baugh. No, it was like, it was like uh, I thought he was a reliever for the Cardinals about 10 years ago. <laughs> It's a series of Adrian Wojnarowski. It could have been well, that would have been NBA, or, or is it Wyshynski? It could have. He broke know, down I'm giving every. You I think it was Smith. <laughs> Bob Smith. He said one of the lines that he said was, and I'm paraphrasing. In all my years of covering sports, I've never seen a matchup that is as lopsided yeah. as the Blues and the Avalanche. Well, which I get it if you look he's at the number. Obviously, num- a donkey. Then he doesn't really look at the. The roster overall. If you, as a player, and I know what you're going to say, hey, you can't read that stuff, you can't do this, you can't. But you have also said bulletin board material. So does any of that? No, li- that doesn't qualify. That does. So what is bulletin board material something, then? If it's something that I've never seen a, a matchup this lopsided is not bulletin board material. No, is you got to talk about your mom for it to be bullet, bulletin board material? Well, what about when? No, what about when our? Could. What about when our captain said we are going to play Colorado and we're going to win? Is that bulletin board material? Yes, uh-huh. for the other team. Right, 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 for the other team. Yeah, obviously. and look at Nathan McKinnon was asked about that. He said Ryan O'Reilly says and we're going to win. He goes, well, yeah, naturally. He goes, I think we're going to win. So he goes. <laughs> What is he supposed to say? He's like, okay, next. Like, what are you supposed to say? No, we're not going to win. Oh, boy, this is going to be tough. So to your point, though, Jeff, is uh, bulletin board material is never provided by 
a media source, meaning like someone's opinion in the media. It's provided by the other team's the other players team. okay, gotcha. or the other team's coaches. Damn it, he's smart. Okay. And, and because otherwise, what would happen is you'd have bulletin board material every single day. You'd be mentally exhausted. Yeah. Well, this right. guy said this, and this guy's, and up in Canada, in Toronto, they said, like, oh, my God, where do, like, where do I even stop here? So I can tell you for a fact that Craig Berube and the leadership group of the Blues have already discussed how everybody's already got them eliminated. Nobody thinks... We can win this series except for the guys in this room. So let's go out there and show them how wrong they are. And that's going to be part of the pregame speech. It's going to be part of the preparation. And if you have guys, 12 Stanley Cup champions on your team, and they hear that you're you're just writing them off, guess what? You better be very careful. You better be very careful. Now, one of those big pieces is out right now, and David Perron, Um, but they have a lot of other guys who can step in. That's a team. uh, The Blues are a team I would not want to play, and it's not because they had a fantastic season or this, that, the other. They're starting to play better at the perfect time of the season. They've gotten better towards the end of the season. The power play is red hot right now. Jordan Bennington is playing much better than he has this entire season, and they have the knowledge of what it takes to win it. And they have the same coaching staff. They have a lot of the same players. That's a team that I would be very, very careful playing. So the Colorado Avalanche can say what they want. And all these media sources can say it's the most lopsided. If you go man for man and you look at the goals, assists, and all that stuff, yeah, probably is lopsided right now. Probably is. But when it comes time to drop the puck and it comes time to play real playoff hockey, I still, I still side with guys who have been there, done that before. Can you talk about that, uh, you know, that they've experienced it before, that they know the run, that they know what it takes? Can Mm you – obviously, I mean, that's important. We all know that that's important. But just from a game-to-game preparation standpoint, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just because you know what it takes, what is it in there? Well, the emotional roller coaster isn't as bad once you already know, right? Because the Colorado Avalanche are heavy favorites. So let's just say the Blues – get in there tonight and sneak out a victory. Where do you think all the pressure goes? Oh, dude. Mm, yeah, right? Yeah. And that's a team that has not been through it. Not really. You know, they've had a little playoff run, been ousted pretty quickly last year. So, therefore, the pressure goes back onto them. So, now, come game two, they're going to give a huge push early on because they're going to be feeling it. And if you get through that push, let's say you score a goal, maybe you get another little duck fart that squeezes its way through there, and all of a sudden you're up 2 nothing. Panic's going to set in. Mm-hmm. And that's how you eliminate a team that's a heavy favorite that doesn't have the experience that you do. Whereas the Blues, they lose game one. Okay. It takes four. Yeah. It takes four to win this. I mean, we the Blues were a team that were down three to two and went into Dallas two years ago and won that game and came back and won in double overtime. I understand it was Pat Maroon and you had Alex Petrangeli. Correct. But you have a lot of guys that are still left here from that group. And that attitude and that knowledge will help them tremendously. And the coaching staff, every single coach is the same still. So they're going to be able to talk in real terms. Like, this is what you're going to feel. This is how you should be feeling. This is what's going to happen. And it's not like, oh, he's just assuming. No, he's been there. He's done that. So for me, that's where you pull that knowledge, that experience. That's where you draw from that as a team that has multiple Stanley Cup winners. 
God, I love playoff hockey so yeah. much. Did you guys see the Dude, Tampa Florida goodness. game last night? Okay, I was going to ask. Oh my, Atlanta. Yeah. Do they call Pat Maroon in Florida Fat Pat? Well, okay, so <laughs> Fat Pat goes way back. Okay, I didn't know this. Wait, I have that book at home. Fat <laughs> Pat goes way back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a different one. Yeah. You might want to put that one back under the mattress. Um, so. No, Fat Pat was a nickname he got way back when here in St. Louis playing like youth hockey. Okay. Because he wasn't in the best shape. Sure. Um, Seems to be something that has kind of continued, maybe. I mean, now he's big rig, Fat Pat. Do what's really the difference? <laughs> it doesn't I'm matter. Not sure, right? I, he can't hear you because he's got Stanley Cup rings in both That's ears. That's right. Correct. <laughs> That's correct. Uh, and so. One of the fans was like, whatever, Fat Pat's mom or something like this. <laughs> I was just with Fat Pat's mom. <laughs> yeah. And the best part is, is like, I think his his now wife, Francesca, like, took a screenshot and posted it, like, on social media, a bunch of text messages about it. I mean, it had a real big laugh about it. They spit and chicklets had it posted in <laughs> yeah. Barstool. They're like, yeah, apparently... You know, the big rig doesn't care. I love it. But, yeah, no, look, so that series was incredible. But first of all, every game so far, all three games went to overtime. Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday, except for, uh, no, not, let me let me correct myself. The very first playoff game, Boston-Washington, plus the first two games yesterday went to overtime. The last game of the day, which was the Lightning Panthers, was ended with like a minute and something left in the game when Braden Point got a breakaway and scored. Right. But guys, Man. there was blood in the water in that series. I was so, I mean, I, I was standing up. I was walking around. I had the sweats. Like, I felt like I was back playing playoff hockey. That is what the NHL playoffs need to where look did, like. Where did that come from? The Florida-Tampa? Yeah, yeah. Just the last, okay, let's back it up here. They had two games to end the season head-to-head. And Pat Maroon, our buddy, the old <laughs> fat, fat Pat, <laughs> fat Pat, which I love this guy so much. He said in the paper, he's like, "Well, we got two more games. I guess we're going to have to show them by the end of Monday night that they really don't want to play the Tampa Bay Lightning." <laughs> and so the next game, it was like fight after fight after fight. Good old Big Rig himself grabbed a guy and popped him right in the face. Got suspended for a game. So that carried over to the last game of the season, and there were bodies everywhere in that game. So now you got them in the first round. Well, so keep it going. It's just, yeah, and now so – and the other big thing is <laughs> the Lightning. Man, it's amazing how their injuries work. Uh, they just happened to get healthy – uh, Nikita Kucherov back in the line. He just happens to be healthy once the salary cap disappears. Weird. Well, I'll be and, darned. Weird. Oh, wait, wait, stop. Oh, and Steven Stamkos got healthy, too. Oh, my too. God. <laughs> Did you see that? They're like $18 million over the salary cap, but it doesn't matter in the playoffs. And Kucherov had two goals last <laughs> night. <laughs> will it Will it matter someday in the playoffs so that teams can't do that? Right. Will, will they change? Will they tweak that? I don't know how they would do it because you basically then would have to say that injuries are false. Uh, you yeah. know, like, oh, that's a fake injury. And, you know, you force the player to come back. How do mm. you know? And then you go to acquire players throughout the season because you have injuries and you can't predict that you're going to make the playoffs. So what do you say then? Oh, the guy you acquired, if this guy comes back, you have to get rid of him? Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. How do you? I mean, it's equal for everybody. So I guess one way or the other and the way it's working makes for exciting hockey. Well, I'll tell you what. It was incredible watching that series. It's fast. How about this? Like, who would have ever thought five years ago, maybe five because Tampa was pretty good, uh, let's go six, seven years ago, that Tampa and Florida would be an incredible series. Yeah. yeah. 
Like, yeah, agreed. Stevie Y built an absolute machine in Tampa, and, and uh, Breezebaugh, Julian Breezebaugh has done a great job since. But what they've done in Florida and what Coach Q, Joel Quenville, has done in Florida of building that team up, it's created, like, can't miss – can't that's, miss hockey. Man, that's No fantastic. surprise with Quinville, though. Uh, well, and just a guy that I will always forever root for. Well, yeah. as long as he's not back with are the Blackhawks. You, are you a mustache or a non-mustache, Coach Q? Well, I prefer a mustache. Yeah, well, me too. Coach, never, that's the standard he we've said. We've never seen a non-mustache. Oh, we haven't? No. Seriously? I, I swear to goodness, Coach Q has had... I didn't want to say it there. Right. Uh, I, that Coach Q has never shaved his mustache since... I don't even know when. When he's a Toronto Maple Leaf as a player, he started growing it. Wow. I thought for maybe I'm thinking Tom Selleck. My son and I were at the Blues yeah, Hawks or him. playoff game <laughs> that he did the crotch grab. And oh, I remember. Yeah. How did anybody even see that? I mean, it was so subtle. <laughs> what was so crazy? They changed it, the definition of subtle. Bindo and I are sitting right across from the Hawks bench, and we're watching this. And he did it. And I, Ben, did he just do? Did he just do that? Oh, and he it followed was, it up too. <laughs> he gave the one, and then we looked back again. Now, then he put the leg <laughs> up, 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 up on the yeah, bench. He was committed. He's like, here, here. Here, Patrick Kane, hold my leg. <laughs> yeah, just in case you couldn't then see what like I was doing. Gripping the head. I was like, Man. look at Michael Jackson go. Oh, God. Dude, well, it's it's a really exciting time. I mean, legitimately, I mean, my issue is not that the game is at nine o'clock. It's just that I gotta wait that long, and I'm anticipating it yeah. more than anything else. Yeah, that's. But listen, we go back to it again, and I've had a few people chirp at me or chime in on my Twitter, just saying, you know, I disagree. These are late games. I'm like, well, check the history of the Western Conference. Yeah, every every year you pretty much have to play one team that comes out of there, and you get these bleeping bad starts. It is what it is. I mean, I look at it in a positive way. I'm going to get all of my work done tonight. I'm going to get everything I need done for tomorrow fixed and put away obviously the material that we get from the blues game for the radio show that will create itself as the game goes on and i'm gonna enjoy it yeah Yeah. you know what's the beverage for tonight um because it's nine o'clock because you you're you're jumping around depending on when and where you're doing so the beverage for tonight i'm gonna try and figure out like what the lowest calorie (laughs) yeah i know it's vodka right isn't it vodka if you go like vodka and like uh crystal light maybe it's not really a manly thing. I know that. I was that. just gonna say. I don't even. I, I this is playoff hockey end, we're talking at about. The end of the day, I don't care. I'm just, if I have to prove my my manliness, at oh, this point you in my do life, like to prove how much of a man you are. Oh yeah, I just definitely people. want the whole world to know how tough I how am. Tough you are, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I go, I, are you a gin person at all? I've done gin and Seven Up before. Okay. How do you drink that? That's so. No, it's oh, actually Donnie. It. Let me tell you love this. It. I go gin Seven Up, and you take a uh, lemon. Give a little squeeze and drop the lemon in. It is good. It's like it literally tastes like spiked Seven Up. Yeah, I don't I'm, know a, that I'm I a gin gin martini, dirty on the rocks. I do two shots of gin, a half a sh- or sorry, two shots of gin, a shot of dry vermouth on rocks with a little bit of olive. Well, I thought juice. that's where you oh. ended up after you drink that on the rocks. On the rocks. <laughs> you know, I'm just curious. Let me throw this one out there. Okay. What are you drinking while you're watching Blues playoff hockey? Email us. Let us know. You got something fun? Uh-huh. Uh, LMBP at okay. 105.7 The Point Time. You're not much or, of a drinker, so you're you're probably just your Pepsi, right? Well, that late at night, though, I'm going Waters because Pepsi's keeping or up late. Donnie, snap a picture of it. Send it to us on Twitter. Tag us on yeah! Twitter. Yeah, at do that. Blues Underscore last, what are you drinking tonight during the game? Get a little snapshot of it. Send I it like in. It. Damn Tell it. us what it is. 
Amazing. Have some fun with it. See, I had a little Maybe little we'll figure out a cocktail that uh, is like our playoff drink, and then everybody has to drink that on playoff nights because it's lucky cocktail. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm in. Okay. I love everything we've done here today, sounds, gentlemen. Sounds good it is to the me. Last Minute Blues Podcast. Jamie Rivers, Jeff Burton, Donnie Fandango. Uh, it is the Last Minute Blues Podcast. As always, let's go, Blues. The Last Minute Blues Podcast. Hear more at 1057thepoint.com. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.